Welcome back everybody, this is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Today we got another gun gripe episode for you. This one is a hotly requested topic. Today's gun gripe is called Call to Action. Hotly. Hotly. Ooh. That's right. So uh, this is about Call to Action. You know, you guys are probably aware that there's been a very, very significant change in the political stratum of this country and uh, gun owners are no longer truly on the defensive. We are now in a position where we can go on the offensive and really start to tackle some of these bogus gun laws that we've been putting up with uh, straight up front, front and center. Uh, there's actually some petitions right now that are in that you guys can definitely get your butt over there and sign. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> well, I think, you know, it was surprising because these petitions have been going around for a little while, like the repeal the NFA petition, and we'll talk about it more in a minute, but sure. like all these people posting it and everything, all these people sharing it, and it was like 2,300 signatures. It was like 2,600 signatures, 2,650 signatures. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so you, you sign it, but then you've got to go and confirm your email. I think that a lot of people aren't confirming their email. That's right. So that might be something. They're just not going through the whole process. But That's right. It's got to have more signatures than that. You know, the, the whole, I guess, crux of this video, too, is there is a gripe aspect to it. Is uh, he and I were discussing earlier, like, you know, basement activism. Hotly. And, and, yeah, Hotly discussing it. Exactly. You know, and, <laughs> and guys that will talk the talk, but they won't walk the walk when it comes to actually initiating and grassroots activism. You know, um, the NRA is a really good example of, uh, of that coming full swing. Like, they really, they pull the resources, they get organized, they do the research, and when they want to tackle something, they get everybody together, and then we all call our elected representatives and we make sure that our voices are heard and we don't put up with it. So supporting the NRA is a great way to support uh, grassroots activism because a lot of their grassroots efforts are directly responsible for a lot of really awesome things going through that benefit gun ownership. Well, you know? don't forget, there's a lot of other small grassroots um, organizations locally all around the country mm -hmm. that you can be a part of on a, on a state level even. Mm -hmm. But you know, the NRA is just the largest lobbying group in the country for gun rights. So it's it makes sense, you know, to be a part of that and to pay attention to what the NRA is putting out as far as um, anything political coming up, uh, you know, gun ban scares, that sort of thing. They will make it really easy for you to contact your local elected representatives mm -hmm. uh, by a chart on there. You can go through and select your state and then you select your representative and then it basically generates an email and you just sign it and pfft, there it is, it's done. And then that elected official knows that that's your stand on that particular topic. That's right. It's really, really simple. That's right. Couldn't be any easier. Well, you know, the whole thing, we've been getting a lot of uh, you know, <clears throat> comments from people about the petitions, and petitions are great. Uh, you know, you should definitely sign a petition if you think it's something that really matters to you a lot. 100,000 signatures, guys, is nothing. By tonight, we should be able to have that. All right, guys, simple. Get on there and sign the dang petitions. There's two of them. One of them is to reveal the uh, repeal, reveal, reveal, reveal yourself, <laughs> repeal the NFA, and the other one is to repeal the Hughes Amendment. The Hughes Amendment was rolled up under FOPA, which is this other completely different animal. So simply repealing the NFA won't necessarily deal with the ramifications of the Hughes Amendment. So you really have to kind of get rid of both of them in order to cut the head off the beast, so to speak. Let's give just a quick lesson on what we're talking about here. So the NFA, National Firearms Act, it covers all the fun toys that we love, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, suppressors, AOWs, uh, it, you know, all, any other weapons, Machine all that guns. sort of stuff. Machine guns, whatever. <laughs> all right. And then the Hughes Amendment was 
put through in FOPA, which was a good bill in itself, Firearms Owners Protection Act. But the Hughes Amendment was a little devil that was just dropped in there like at the 11th hour, basically. And it was signed through. It was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the, the Hughes Amendment uh, basically forbid the new manufacture of machine guns. Prior to May of 1986, under the NFA, you could buy and register a new machine gun. Okay, for two hundred dollars. All right, and back then that was a lot of money. Back in thirty-four, it was a ton of money. Yeah. Okay, but the two hundred dollar tax has not increased with inflation over the years, and that's that's one reason why a lot of people have been getting into NFA, especially suppressors. And we'll talk about the HPA, the Hearing Protection Act, here in a little bit. But um, the Hughes Amendment, if it was gone, basically overnight, the value of transferable machine guns would go, you know, but. There's a lot of folks that are that are definitely not okay with that. No, I mean, you got to consider. There's a lot of uh, guys who are loaded, rich, and have tons of money, and they probably own millions of dollars worth <clears> of machine <throat> guns. And they know that if a bill like that gets passed, or let's just say we get rid of all those rules, then you know their collections are not going to be worth anything. I can kind of understand both sides of the coin because if you are a person that's lucky enough to have millions of dollars tied up in transferable machine guns that are highly valuable you're probably viewing it as an investment and everything like that. But I think investing in the rights of Americans is more important. I think so too. Than but some, you know. Most people that own machine guns that are transferable got into it before 86 when prices were reasonable. I mean, you right. could buy a, a Mac-10 or Mac-11 for $600. $600. You know, and you register, you got $800 tied up in it. Well, what are they now? 7500 bucks. Yeah, but $800 was a lot of money back it, in the It was, now. but you know, the the value of those guns has increased exponentially because there's a finite supply of them. It's just a simple supply and well, demand equation. To be fair though, they didn't know that back then. No, they, they didn't, didn't know, know that, that was going to happen. So, and the prices you know. didn't go up right overnight after the Hughes amendment was passed and all that mess. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. It happened over the course of several years, you well, know. The thing we have to remember too <clears throat> is that, and, and I'm not discouraging anybody from signing the petition, you should totally go sign both of those petitions. If you look down in the description box below, there's links to both the petitions. You can go sign if you want or whatever. Uh, I'm not discouraging anybody from signing the petition, but one thing I also want to try to push home is that the Hearing Protection Act is a very, very likely thing to happen. Mm -hmm. It is probably going to happen, okay? Um, just like there was a slow chipping away of our rights, um, you know, our, our rights that was, weren't taken away overnight. They weren't deprived uh, of us overnight, but we're not going to get them back overnight either. No. So I mean, this there's going to be a slow recovery, just like there was a slow chipping away. Yeah. I mean, it started in 34, the National Firearms Act, right. and Gun Control Act, and then, you know, various other things, the Hughes Amendment, uh, I mean, the 94 Crime Bill, which some states locally still have basically a crime bill on the books. I mean, California, Massachusetts, places like Maryland, I believe, yeah. like Delaware. You know, they still have these type of laws. And you got the SAFE Act in New York and yeah. a lot of that kind of crap oh, that's going Lord, on in yeah. it. And <clears throat> we're not going to get into all of those details. However, you know, getting back to the, the gripe aspect of this video is that everybody wants to, to say, oh, well, we should sign this petition or we should make it a ballot measure. Or, we could do this. But, you know, just like the, the gunmageddon in California... Uh, a lot of folks sat on their hands, and then guess what? It just there it was. Well, like it just came I, and went. the just being nobody the, did anything. Being on the outside and seeing like all the activism that was that was present regarding trying to get rid of Gunmageddon or at least fight it. Um, you know the petitions that were going around and being signed. I mean, there were guys that went around to every single gun store in California and had days where they were just they set up a table and had people sign this petition. And they, they came nowhere close to getting the signatures that they needed. 
And it just amazes me. You, you think about all the firearms owners in California, and like they just sat on their hands and said, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, come on. I know. You know, really? But here, here's, I guess, the, uh, the other ed edge of the coin, so to speak, is that, yes, this petition is important, and it's, it's a very clear uh, message that we're sending to President Trump. Uh, however, there, there's a different stratum going on right now in terms of the way things are working with politics now. Uh, you know, we have a Republican-controlled House, Senate. We just got a, uh, a new uh, Supreme Court justice who is very moderate, if not very conservative. Very conservative. Uh, which is great. <laughs> um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then, of course, you know, Trump is obviously pro-gun. So I seriously doubt that there's going to be an issue of us having Trump's ear Regardless, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that it would require a petition in order to, uh, you know, for him to take action on something like that. I mean, he's claimed on, on multiple occasions that he wants to restore rights that have been denied. And, uh, you know, if, if Martin Luther King said, what was his, he said that a, a right delayed is a right denied. Mm -hmm. And that's the same exact thing. So you want to look at, look at all of that, every side of the coin. I mean, I, I think that we're in the best position now to have the ear that we need. And you know, we, we have Trump's attention, believe me. Um, but the petition will definitely, I believe, uh, facilitate that talk and help that talk. So I would, I would definitely encourage people to, to get involved with that petition. The, the biggest gripe that I have is that that petition's been going around for a couple of weeks now, at least, if not longer than that. And it just it doesn't have 100,000 signatures already. I'm like, come on. I, it should I have a half a million. Not, I could not believe that. I mean... You know, there's other petitions on WhiteHouse.gov right now that have way more signatures than that does. I'm like, for far less important things. It's just really random, you know, how certain... I, I'm not going to go out on this limb or anything, but, you know, you look at, I guess, the liberals versus the conservatives, <clears throat> or you look at the, the left versus the right. I mean, no matter what side you're on, it doesn't matter. But, it's, but if it's one thing that you can be sure of is the folks on the left, they're going to they're gonna do stuff. I mean... Who riots and burns things down and, and protests and, you know, they're not at work. I don't know what they do with their time, but they're not at work. Don't even get me they, started they, on the they women's They show up to all that. You know, of course, they're, they're going to be there. Believe me. Blocking traffic. You I know. mean, dressing as vaginas in Washington. Well, that, that being that what it is or whatever, you know, all that aside. That's activism. The point is, is that they are going to... They're, they're going to fight you tooth and nail. We, we have to be on the offensive now, and we have to fight for our rights. I mean, they've always been our rights. Uh, we've just been denied them. We, we've, we have not known what it truly means to be a gun owner in the United States, what it should be, what it used to be. And I'd like to see our country get back to the old days when things were like they used to be. You know, uh, it, it's just really random to think that we could have a resurgence of old America. And and I'm not necessarily saying that it should be a resurgence in the standpoint of, um, you know, all-out anarchy. My but thing, an armed society is a polite society. My thing is, you know, like, we, I didn't grow up really in the time like my parents did where, you know, my dad would ride to school with a 30-30 in his truck, you know, because that was just the thing. I mean, you know, you just rode to school with a gun in your truck. It wasn't a big deal. Nobody you know? cared. Nobody cared. And guns weren't demonized like they are nowadays. It's just with the prevalence of, of just the, the you know, bias in the media against firearms owners and guns themselves, inanimate objects, which are just tools, you know, you just have this public sway all of a sudden. It's like, oh, yeah, guns are bad. And that's, that's the stigma. Guns are bad. 
If and people, if you use guns, oh, you're bad too. If people are spoon-fed a lie long enough, they'll start believing it. They and will. that's what happened. That is what has happened with gun rights. It started with all of this NFA crap going down, and then the Hughes Amendment. And it's like people think that everybody that owns a suppressor is an assassin, like a, in a movie. And go, you know. And the only reason that you need to own a suppressor is to go around and assassinate people. So there's been this this just really cultural thing. Well, Hollywood a, had part of that. To, or Hollywood ha- is Hollywood to blame. had a big thing to deal with that too. They so. are to blame for a lot of that, but there's <clears> also a, been a cultural change in the United States in recent years, mm-hmm. and people are much more on the level of self-defense. Like people mm-hmm. have a self-defense mentality, a being prepared mentality. Uh, hey, we're not going to rely on someone else to protect us mentality. Mm-hmm. That self-defense mentality has never been stronger in this country than it is right now. Even back, okay, so let's just say during, you know, the 70s and 80s or whatever, when you could, you know, before the Hughes Amendment, and you could just buy machine guns, you didn't see people out there like uh, that were, oh, I'm going to go buy a machine gun and go protect myself, or I'm going to buy this for protection. Or A lot of them were just enthusiasts that just wanted to have guns that were cool, and they wanted to have a neat thing to, to shoot or whatever. It's the same thing nowadays, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, like people like, like myself and Eric, you know, we, we've been collecting guns for a long time, and the reason I got into NFA was because it was kind of the next thing for me. And, you know, some people are concerned, oh, well, you're getting an NFA, you're going to give the government all your information. Come on. Really? I mean, they can't if, find it if anyway. If you have a phone and an email address, they probably can get your information. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, the whole NSA you know? snooping and all, believe me. If they if they want to know what's going on, they could they could probably listen to this gripe right now before we even post it. Probably, but all right. And I, so mean, I, I don't say anything that I wouldn't have a, a man in black uh, listening to. You know what I mean? Well, not you. Oh, okay. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like the men in black, like Tommy Lee Jones on this side of the wall right now. <laughs> you know, about to come in the door, you know, and ask me some questions or something. Oh, they're going to erase our minds. Right. No, Will Smith will do that. Oh, Will Smith will do it. Yeah, He'll do right. it multiple times because he can't get his story straight. <laughs> that's okay though. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, exactly. Um, my, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, gun rights. They're they're not just a conservative issue. Gun rights are across the aisle. I mean, the right to own and bear a firearm is given, you know, by a higher power. It wasn't bestowed on you by the federal government. I mean, the Second Amendment is just, you know. It's just saying that that right exists and, you know, you are going to, or we're going to protect it and it is your right. You know, it's not giving you that right. It already exists. You're born with it. You know, and it doesn't matter if you're conservative, liberal, moderate, extreme, whatever. You have the right to own a firearm and bear that firearm or not. It's your choice. But do not demonize gun owners as some bane of, you know, the the existence of the United States. I mean, it's like, oh, well, uh, America, a bunch of gun owners, you know, there's just cowboys going around shooting everybody up. It's like Old West, you know? Give me a yeah. break. Come on. Well, you know, like back during <laughs> World War II, you know, the Japanese thought that we're all a bunch of cowboys. Yeah. Like that, they literally, like to this day, if you ask the Japanese person, like, what most Americans are like, they're oh, like, cowboy. oh, Marlboro Man, man Marlboro Man. Cowboy. Or, you know, whatever, like, they, they think we're cowboys, you know, and they, <laughs> they just don't get it. The most of us are just average guys mm-hmm. and everything like that. So um, hopefully this video struck a nerve, you know, maybe go over there and sign that petition, mm-hmm. get involved. All right, if there's something going on locally that doesn't affect the whole United States, well, actually, I'll take that back. Everything affects us all. If, if you sat on your hands during Gunmageddon in California or if you're sitting back and taking what's going on with the, uh, the SAFE Act in New York and all that bullcrap going on, 
you have to fight it tooth and nail because you're fighting our fight as well. We are all fighting the same fight. Yeah. Every victory at a local level is still going to affect all of us. I will say, you know, with with the bans and restrictions on on a like a local state level that are coming down the pipeline, they really suck. I mean, let's just they really do suck. It sucks for gun owners to have to deal with that kind of crap. However, there is some really really awesome innovation in the firearms industry to help combat that. Like some of the new designs for ARs that are coming out in California so you don't have to register your assault weapon. I mean, awesome, awesome, innovative stuff. I mean, people are just so creative to just wiggle around these laws and just kind of give a big you-know-what to these, uh, these government officials who are just uh, feeding this stuff down people's throats, you know, it's just or shoving it down their throats. It's just in- I, I think that I think that we're going to see, a, maybe not an end, but a definite kind of, Woosa, calm down. Yeah, we're we're gonna see a little bit of a of a calming of the nanny state, and I think that everybody is tired of the nanny state. Under Obama, it just seems like it was just nanny this and nanny that, and we know what's good for you, and you know, d- do as we say, not as we do, and and the nanny state has gotten very very old, and Americans are tired yep. of it, and I think that we're gonna have a definite definite uh, laxing of the nanny state, and people are gonna be held accountable for their actions, but I hope that people will get their true liberties and responsibilities in their everyday life back. I mean, being a responsible citizen in this country, you know, understanding when you screw up, you get in trouble. If you want something, you have to give something in return. You don't accept something without doing something in return. You don't ask for help if you don't need help. I mean, not taking advantage of your fellow man and your, and your citizens. I mean, being responsible, being a, a, a contributing member to society. Being, how about how you know, about growing a pair and being able to deal with people who don't agree with you in other ways and pitching a big hissy fit? Yeah. I mean, come on. And like Madonna threatening to blow up the White House. Really? I mean, come on. Hey, I got something That's for, not mature at all. I got something for the nanny state. Oh, that's, that's nanny territory right there. Ooh, but. that's cute. <laughs> so, like, you want to talk about NFA. This is not NFA. This is a pistol. Well, the suppressor's NFA. Well, the, the suppressor's NFA, but this is this is a pistol brace. That's not an SBR. That's not an SBR. That's a pistol brace. So, you know, shoot it from the cheek, shoot it from the chest. <laughs> you know, you have people out there who uh, have to get permission for everything. And, you know, the uh, the recent ATF opinion letter about pistol braces came came about because people asking, oh, is it okay if I build this and if I if I I don't want to build an SBR but I want to I want to build this with a pistol brace on it is that okay like Nike just do you know it the, the the thing is too you know a lot of a lot of these types of rules and these little bullcrap things that, that come about it's kind of like being in school and asking the teacher can we chew bubble gum in class? Well, like, just do it. Why ask? Just do it, and don't stick it up under the desk because you know that's all they care about. They don't want you sticking bubble gum under the desk or sticking it in the girl's hair next to you or some stupid crap like that, which I'm not gonna admit to having done either of those. But it it only takes one to ruin it for everybody. So you just do what you're gonna do and be responsible about it, and don't tell anybody. How hard is that? Well. <laughs> Not bubblegum, but I used to eat Skittles in band. So me and a buddy of mine would be sitting there, we'd have Skittles laid out across our music stand, and we'd be like, mm, da, 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 played euphonium, like da 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 da. I knew something was wrong with you. Yeah, you know, and that sticky stuff got all in there, and it pissed them off, but they never knew. There you go. 
Way a criminal. Felons, all of them. I don't miss school. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we hope that this video was, uh, you know, taken well. We hope it provoked some thought. Get over there and sign that petition. It only takes a second. And make sure you have to verify your email and everything. When I did it, I was like, wait a minute, what in the heck's going on here? And then I realized, oh, you have to actually go and like verify your email. It's not a big deal, guys. It takes just a few minutes of your time. Literally. Go over there and sign both of those petitions. Please do it. If and, you don't do anything else today, do that. And the HPA has been reintroduced, okay, for this year, for this legislative session. You need to contact your local representatives and voice your support for the Hearing Protection Act. This will remove suppressors from the NFA registry and allow them to be transferred just like a firearm. Now, some people have a big stink with that. I don't care. If I can go into a gun store and buy a suppressor on a 4473 just like a firearm, I am for it. Hey, whatever. That's right. You know, but don't sit on your hands, guys. All right, so we have to, we have to stay vigilant. Remember to support the NRA at every turn. I, I'm a wholehearted supporter of the NRA. I, I believe everybody that owns a gun in the United States should be a member. It's very, very important to support them and their efforts. They are the largest lobbying group. They do care about all of us, and they're, they're doing a fine job over there of taking care of all of us and doing the best they can to, to, to rally the troops. Well, so and keeping people informed. I mean, that's one of the biggest things, too. That's so. right. Well, look, guys, I appreciate the support. Thanks for watching. we got more gun gripes on the way. And uh, make sure you go over there and check out those petitions. We'll see you soon.